Hello, welcome to Boss Women, a podcast about women in business in comedy. My name's Katie, and this is my mum, Karen. Mama said there'll be days like this, there'll be days like this, Mama said, Mama said. We're back. We're back. I can't believe it. It's been too long, Katie. Attempting to be back. I'm sorry that we haven't done this in a long time. Oh, I'm so missed doing it, I have to say. <laughs> and I keep saying, please, Katie, could we do it? And you go, no. After I forced you to do it in the first place. <laughs> I know. Um, it's the only time I feel close to Katie. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> That's really sad. No, but I do. I do feel close to you when we have our little confabs on our own. Yeah. Although, hopefully, there's millions of people listening, so millions. it's not really on our own, is it? <laughs> I prefer to think about it as it, us being us, us, us being on our own. Just us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, it was I, over a year ago. Over a year ago, we started uh, season four with big ambitions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wanting to start a new, a new series and... Um, I don't know what happened. I, yeah, uh, we've had. Well, I like I like the way that Katie's blaming herself. It wasn't just Katie's fault. Well, it's been a rough old time, hasn't it? And I didn't really fancy doing it anymore, to be honest. But well, you can't you can't be. I mean, although I think we are very positive, just yeah. so you know, and I think we try very hard to look at the positive side of life. Mm-hmm. However, the last two years have not been very positive. No. And, you know, for, yeah, lots of different reasons. And we've just been fighting, firefighting and fighting our way through it. And we're still not there yet. Um, But I value the time with you, Mum, as well, doing this. But also, I think it's good for us to force us to sit down. And it's good for our relationship because I feel like we have had quite, yeah, it's been a rough two years. And... We need to stay close to get us through this. And I feel like our relationship has gone through some pretty rocky patches over the past two years. Well, there is only really us. We've got two full-time staff left Wonderful. at the moment. staff, yeah. I mean, they are fantastic. But, you know, of course, staff have to move on and the pandemic, the pandemic forced us to, you know, not have as many staff and it's sad yeah. but what i'm excited about is that we are programming for a near normal festival and that the adrenaline is is hyping up again and it's really it's a good feeling yeah even although it's scary as hell yeah i mean i'm absolutely petrified <laughs> um but yeah i think there's lot we there's lots to unpack um about what we've been through the past year and I don't necessarily want to do it now because I think we need to do it in different episodes. Um, yeah, which we will but we're calling this episode um season four point five. <laughs> oh sorry, point five. No, no, it's four and a half better. I'm a decimal. You're a you're no. a point. <laughs> what? Well you know the decimal think... point is I know the same. Yeah. But you're a fraction. Yeah, I'm a decimal. I, that's right. I'm a fra- fraction. Can um, I go back to those times when we were fractions? So, series four and a half, we will be unpacking some of the 
um, things we've been through as women in business in comedy uh, when we've not been able to put on comedy. Um, but this is an introduction episode really to just kind of set the scene of where we're at and that we are back. And we are actually still talking. Yes, we are still talking. Um, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> mostly. Um, I can't help it. She's grumpy in the morning. That's all I've oh got to say. Oh my gosh. St- <sighs> this is not the forum for that. <laughs> yes, but very professional on the telephone. Your review of me grumpy in the morning, but professional on the telephone. No, every time I put the telephone down, you say, God, stop shouting, Katie. <laughs> or when we're on a Zoom, oh my God, you've changed your tune. Anyway, um, we won't tell you what she says to me. So, oh, for God's sake, why don't you? Well, we will eventually. So, let's just um, talk briefly about uh, where we are now and where we've been because that. The last time we did a podcast, we were planning a fringe for 2021. And we were we, looking we, pretty hopeful towards and 2021. And we actually thought we were going to do a proper fringe. Yeah. And it all fell apart, didn't it? Yeah. It a second wave came along. And um, it was actually, I mean, understandable, obviously, because we had to be safe. But um, we only did two venues in Tiviet, which had to be um, socially distanced. One metre social distance. Yes, so there was a 50-seater and a 70-seater. Yeah. And then we did... And they were all an hour apart or something. Yeah, all the shows were an hour apart, so we had about four shows a day. (laughs) I mean, it's just mad to think about. Considering, so our normal festival, um, so 2019, you know, everyone's got opinions on what 2019 Fringe was, but how it operated before was 15 minutes between shows and eight to 10 shows a day in every single room and definitely not a metre apart the, uh, the seats. <laughs> there's, there's about a centimetre between the seats. Oh, no. oh, no. Um, so yeah, it was incredibly different. Uh, there wasn't the same atmosphere. It just wasn't the same. But we'll talk about how it went. And uh, yeah, I'm, you know, it was great to do it. And I'm glad that we did it. But we also did an incredible project that we're very, very proud of called Multi-Story, um, which was in collaboration with Traverse Theatre, Dance Space and Zoo Venues, um, three venues that we've traditionally never worked with before. And it was an amazing experience to learn from other venues and put on work that we've never put on before. And it was all on a brand new outdoor stage in a part of Edinburgh that is underused and I've been wanting to do something in for the past four or Which five years. Which is Castle Terrace Car Park. Just interrupt me. What Just, you? well, I thought I'd get a big one fan little fair. <laughs> and that venue was <laughs> Castle Terrace Car Park. Yes. Right underneath the shadow of the castle, which, and, and it looked really, really good. I mean, it was, it, again, it was an outdoor venue. Yeah. So it has had its difficulties as well. Yeah. But I think. You did it very well, you and the people working on it. Mm. Um, I think it was uh, well decorated and you managed to work with the pit, Mm -hmm. Pit Street Market in Leith, to come and do all the catering side of it. And that, I think, was great. Well, I think it was all about working with different new partners and uh, working to people's strengths, basically. And I think we did it incredibly well, considering that we got confirmation that we could do it in June. 
and yeah, then, and it was built and ready to go on the fifth of August or whenever it was. So yeah, it was absolutely crazy, and it was a crazy time, and it honestly feels like a dream. It feels like it didn't happen because uh, it was up and down in so uh, so quickly. Um, and I would just, yeah, I just would love it had loads of attention and media coverage, but I would love for it to be seen by more people. Um, because I think what we did was pretty special. But yeah, and it was one of the best summers, except yeah. at the beginning it rained a bit. So that was the first weekend was horrific. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, umbrellas. People couldn't see for umbrellas. Yeah. <laughs> but we had After a covering was... on the stage. So um, the performers were dry, but unfortunately, the. There were some troopers in the audience, though. Oh, they were great. Yeah, there was they were true great. festival spirit being seen. Yes. But. It was an amazing project and a complete dream uh, that it actually happened. But we got a lot of support for it to, in order to do it from Edinburgh City Council, Event Scotland, and Create Creative Scotland weren't supporting it. <laughs> the no. Edinburgh Council. And, uh, there's three partners. Edinburgh Council. ScotGov. Yeah, ScotGov did the gateway funding, so then it was distributed by uh, the City of Edinburgh Council and Event Scotland, and we're absolutely eternally grateful to have that, that support for that project and i think it um nailed the brief basically which i'm pretty proud of we listened to what they wanted and did what we could to meet that brief so very proud of it it was a mad project i'd like to talk about it more um when we have a bit more time and to... i think we'd love to do it again but you know well we're... yeah that brings us on to looking forward so what have we done since multi-story and tv in august well, we have to go over what we did, but going into the autumn was quite depressing. <laughs> That's why we weren't working. It was pretty no, tough. Yeah. It, was, it was depressing because we couldn't do stuff, you know, and actually your, your relationship with the fit was great. Mm. So we started doing monthly shows at the fit street market on a thursday yeah last thursday um, of the month yeah and that is continuing right through to next fringe yeah which is great and we've and got that game's really, called and that's called leith social very good katie um imagined up that <laughs> um, um, but that is great because it's around the corner from our office uh and we live and work in leith so it's really important to us that we i don't live oh in sorry leith. we don't live here hey, <laughs> Work and I know I love spend a lot of time in place. Uh, my family had a business right under where we're sitting right now yeah. in Commercial Street in, in our new podcast studio. In our new <laughs> podcast studio, I've basically put some some pillows up against the window uh, in one of the rooms in our office, and as you can probably hear, the sound is bouncing off the rather high Edinburgh ceiling. So I've tried to make a podcast no, studio. Can but... I just say? <laughs> It is. It's not uh, really up to up to scratch, but it'll do for us. It's better than before. Better than before. Sure, our listeners will will appreciate. <laughs> I hope so. But I just want to actually mention the pink curtain. I know the beautiful so it's a pink beautiful curtain, pink velvet curtain, which will go into Patterhouse into Patterhouse eventually in the summer. Yeah. So we're we're planning um, the venues that we had in the past. Tibiat. Um, museum and Paterhus. Uh We're trying to keep it compact. Yeah, and consolidating what we've done and yeah. 
focusing on our three main venue hubs, Lisbon, and we're not taking any risks. No, <laughs> trying not to. Trying not to. You getting a bit overexcited sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So going tra- backtracking slightly, we started doing Lee Social, um, uh, monthly, and that was all very exciting. And then bloody Omicron came along, a new variant that nobody expected, and there was all chaos, worry about around Christmas. And some events that we were supposed to do in January have been postponed. Oh, yeah, and, cancelled. Oh, yeah. Just another wave of shit, frankly. And just so and you we, all know, everyone, Katie gave me COVID. Yeah, so this is the last and only, the first and only time that we will mention this. We're not yes. going to talk about this, but, but yes. we have been through after, the COVID strain. After uh, Karen had to isolate for three months in her house on her own because she was vulnerable, and has been very careful. Um, I did it, everyone. I <laughs> gave her COVID. Thankfully, we got the Omicron. Well, I assume it was Omicron. Who bloody knows? No, it would have been. Um, that variant. And I had it for six days. Fine, kind of all right days. Not too bad. Just a wee cold. Not too tired. And mother dearest had it for 12 days. Testing I thought positive for 12 whole days. I thought it was Ooh. never going to go. I thought. But I actually felt fine. I only felt ropey for about two days. Yeah, so well, that's good. So but yeah, so I felt slightly guilty about that. But there you go. Um, but we're all back to health now. Back and, to health. And keeping masks on. And, mm-hmm. Unless we go over the border. <laughs> what, and then we rip them off going down south? Yeah. Yeah, different rules, different places, you know, whatever. But it's been it's been very anyway. Amazing. The reason why I bring that up is that we before the before Christmas we were rushing towards twenty twenty two fringe programming program pro, programming. Lots of people were very interested. Lots of artists demand, and then Omicron hit, and everyone was like, mm, "We're just going to kind of wait this out for a bit." So January was pretty tough. December and January were pretty tough, and then it slowly started creeping back towards the end of January, and things are looking up. Yes, well, we won't discuss uh, how we're managing financially. <laughs> no, we're not because doing. We're, I mean, we're. I've said that before. We're hanging on by our fingernails at the yeah, moment, but yeah. we will get there. And the yeah, artist demand is looking strong. Everyone's you know, everyone's excited about the fringe again, and we're certainly excited about it. And we're working hard to make this year's fringe as positive an experience for everyone that works with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, please, if any of you would like to work with the Guild of Bloom, come <laughs> along. Because so. I mean, that is one thing that the pandemic. Another thing that the pandemic has done is lots of technical staff have gone and worked in supermarkets or wherever they've gone, but they're not. You know, they're, they're, they're I'm not sure they would have gone for supermarkets. Well, some not. of them did. Yeah, but not now. No, not, not, not out of choice. But that's what I mean. They've got to a come lot of back. People, come a lot back, of, all a lot, of you. A lot of people have left the industry, haven't they? That's right. Um, and that is skilled people that we desperately need, um, technicians in the box office and all, all sorts of people. Uh, but it's a new opportunity, a new wave of people that will come into this wonderful industry and we welcome them with open arms. We do we? indeed. <laughs> we do indeed. I can't wait. Um, but no, so things are looking... Um, yeah, a bit more positive. There is 
one wonderful thing that did happen. Oh God, of course. do not do this. Well, I, I, it has to be done. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, my wonderful daughter met the love of her life. Yes, Frederick. Yeah, thank on, you. On August in August twenty twenty, during the first rule of the pandemic. I think you. Yeah, I think you might have said, mentioned him in a, in, in a past podcast. Yes. yes, I know. But now there is a lovely story about how they uh, got together. Uh, you should see the devil eyes I'm giving mum right now. <laughs> and they are getting married in September. Yes. So we will we will talk about that during our uh, season four and a half. And your reaction to it? Yeah, oh, I cried. <laughs> There's only one problem. It's what the hell am I going to wear? But it's not a big posh wedding, luckily. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It no, is it's going to be... Half of Norway are coming. Half of Norway are coming and it's going to be a party. And um, yes, not putting too much pressure on it. It's just a wedding. Uh, it's just a wedding. Just a wedding. But he's um, been a massive support through it. And it was his first fringe... Uh, last yeah, the, year. The, the little fringe, he actually thought it was quite busy. <laughs> yeah, he thought it was great. My God, what's going on? There's so much happening. But, oh, God. You have no idea. Um, yeah, so he's been a huge support to both of us, I think. Um, but, and we've, we've all met the family. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I decided that this would be the year to plan a brand new fringe plus a wedding in September. So we'll see how that pans out. Um, <laughs> But that's that. Also, I'm studying this. I'm doing this MBA, which mum thinks that I'm going to save the business because of. And I'm not sure that it's going to work. <laughs> yes. Uh, just to explain, um, <clears throat> Katie is doing a MBA at Edinburgh University. Part-time. Got a scholarship. Can't got afford it otherwise. Yeah. Got a scholarship. Very, very lucky. And very she's very been lucky. doing so well. Uh <laughs> Unfortunately, the financial side of it is not still a bit tricky. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's an amazing opportunity. Um, Just doing it alongside work is a lot. Um, But yeah, I've got a lot out of it. And And on top of that, she's doing a Norwegian course. Yeah, so I'm also trying to learn Norwegian because fiancé-to-be, no, not fiancé-to-be, husband-to-be is Norwegian. And as is mum, which we talked about before, uh, and I'd like to learn it end of but that is kind of the lowest down on the priority list at the moment which is very unfortunate because parents are coming in two weeks time oh they are definitely coming yeah see i didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but you've met we've met the parents and everything and i try to do my best to speak norwegian but yeah but that's all outside distraction from being women i know but it keeps us sane commenting keeps me sane (laughs) yeah um so yeah, there's a lot going on because there. I mean, we have to. What we've been trying to do, and I've been doing it for years, is mm-hmm. planning, 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 planning. I mean, you you are now absolutely brilliant at writing. Um, what is it you write? <laughs> <laughs> writing, um, not budgets, but things. Emails. To, <laughs> no <laughs> writing plans. <laughs> what are you talking about? You see, this is what happens when you get old. 
you lose what have I been writing you write vision documents documents just documents (laughs) vision documents application strategy plans yes Uh, I don't even know what they're called either yeah trying to sponsorship documents all these kind of things and uh, yeah luckily we've had Christian to juice them up with his graphics and everything yeah which is great exactly Um, and I think there is a little bit sponsorship on the horizon. Well, I hope so. I mean, that's the thing that's been we've been struggling with recently is that we unfortunately lost an incredible team uh, during the pandemic. Not to the pandemic, they're no, still no. alive and yeah, well. <laughs> but we had to make um, team members redundant, and others moved on. Um, and so we're down to Karen and myself and two full time staff, which is the smallest we've been for a long time. I would say. Yes. Um, and so now we desperately need um, more team members, more skill sets to join the team. And we're recruiting like mad, but you know, it's a process. So uh, that has meant that we're doing everything that we can, but we haven't been keeping up with stuff like sponsorship and those like really, really important things that I need to be prioritizing. So that's just, uh, yeah, that's just frustrating. But we will get there and we're doing everything that we can. So there's a lot of... Um, good faith going around as well you know everyone's very understanding of the position that we're in and so that's great but I just wish that there was more hours in the day and uh, people in the, the office <laughs> there help. will be though there yeah. will be yeah so yeah a challenging time ahead but also incredible opportunities and ways of doing business differently going forward as well which is good well, I always remember, you know, when I was, during the time that I was doing the Gilded Balloon on my own, mm. it was really, really hard. But I always used to think, I wonder what will happen today. <laughs> you know, like, I used to say it that cheerily, surely. I did in my head. Okay. <laughs> I'd say, I wonder what will happen today. Well, sometimes I would go, God, I wonder what's going to happen today. Yeah. Because it might be. But I'm feeling like that again because... Um, we're programming properly and, you know, we've yeah. got, you know, it's lots of competition, but it's trying to get the best shows and, you know, mm. it's it, that's really exciting. Yeah. And it's great to see, you know, really good shows coming back. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. The program's shaping up nicely, but yeah, that competition between uh, getting the best program possible um, is still there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're actually touring Jack Doherty at the moment. He did. Yes, you didn't mention that. Oh, I know. <laughs> I put a tour together all by myself. It was good. I really As a result it. of his show at the Fringe. Yes, which was uh, again very small, but he had written a, a piece that um, is more a play than a stand-up comedy show, and it's just so good. Mm. And um, we decided to tour it. And he's going to come back uh, and do it because he, you know, he only played to about fifty know, people a day or something. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, it's a fab show, and we're touring it around Scotland in yeah, and eight, uh, March and April. Yeah, and then it's going down to Soho Theatre. Yeah, which is good. Um, talented uh, performer and writer, I have to say. Yeah, and he's, he's and wonderful to work with. Yes, he's very he's a good very man. Good to work with. Um, so we'll have more of that, please. We'll, <laughs> well, I want to do some nice little tours yeah. in the autumn. And Absolutely. Next year, yeah. yeah. Good. 
Well, I need to. So we're, to, we're upbeat. <laughs> we're upbeat. Feeling positive. Feeling positive. Uh, lots and to tell you all about. So yes, and Katie's just about to say, but I've got to go now. Yeah, I've got to <laughs> pop off. I'm very busy. <laughs> I'm shredding for the wedding. Yeah, of course Don't you know. are. Shredding for the wedding. No, what a sad, sad phrase. Um, we are... Yes, I should be shredding for the wedding. My pal is basically shouting at me in the gym and I get grumpy, <laughs> so um, that's what I need to go and do. Uh, and I should be catching up on emails, but there you go. And I'm giving myself a hard time because I'm not walking enough. Yes. But I may walk at the beginning of the festival with Bill Bailey on his walk for Sean. Well, I think you should. Well, I've said I'm going to do a few days. And... You it's just to explain. It's just working, walking, uh, fifteen to twenty miles a day. I'm not sure. It's quite I mean, a lot, but it's for Sean. Law. There you go. Sean yeah, Law. Sorry, I thought I said Sean for Sean. Yeah, yeah, because sadly yeah. passed away. And do you know, I was speaking with my old friend Colin Lennox, mm. and we toured Sean Lock many, many years ago. Yeah, lovely Sean. He no, said he had the, the best of time driving him around Scotland. Yeah. And he looked good in my fronts, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't go delve too deep into that. Um, but there's been a few uh, sad passings. Yeah, well, year. I was at Barry Cryer's funeral. Wonderful. Barry man. Cryer, who came to the Guild of Balloon over 20 years and, oh, performed at the Guild of Balloon. Such a, the kindest, yeah. nicest man in showbiz. I and cannot he tell you. Used to talk so so highly of you. He adored you. Well, he he was one of these men that when he knew you, he would phone you just to tell you jokes. Or, yeah. you know, see how you were. He phoned everybody, all his friends. He was and such I was, a gent. I was so honoured to be invited to his um, funeral. Funeral, and he's actually he, his son, his family are having a. Another memorial for him at, at a theatre in London oh, in June, and I'm going to be away. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're in. Yeah. So, wow. yeah. No, that's so, um, but I'm glad that you were there. Oh, I was glad I was there. It was so lovely. Michael Peelan gave the eulogy. It was lovely. And, and all his family taught. Oh, they were so lovely. Yeah. Lovely people. Yeah. Lovely family. Mm-hmm. And he will be sadly missed at the fringe. Honestly, I think about him so much. I can't tell you. Just think about it. Yeah, just the one. That's what we used to say, just the one. That's me as well. That's what I'd say, just yeah. the one. Yeah. Six drinks later. <laughs> oh, God. Um, right, Fab. well, we better get you training then. Ugh, thanks. Um, so, season four and, a half four and a half is off to a great start. What a start. If you dare leave it another nine months, ten yeah. months. I mean, on the last... Uh, on the introduction to season four, we said that Finn Corrin, my nephew, your darling grandson, was doing the theme music. So we'll see if that actually eventuates anywhere. Yes. <laughs> Will he do it? Will he not do it? Because he didn't do it for the last one. Well, he told me on the phone today he was going to do it. He's, yeah, because he's been him, saying that for two years. But he's decided that him and my granddaughter, Lily, mm-hmm. they are going to do it now because they have some time, seemingly. Yeah, they need to, to get, I, re- I reckon, if you offer some cold hard cash. Oh, yes, I'll do that. Yes, of cash course. Rich Karen. Yeah, I know. All of all <laughs> that dough that we have stored underneath the office somewhere. Um, yes, it would be lovely if we can get some family-made 
theme music. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> and we will talk about it uh, when, once you hear one, it. Yeah. We'll say, listen to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Here's to a wonderful year. Yeah, we're, we haven't got any drinks at the moment. By oh, the no, way. yeah. If, I would wish we did. Let's be honest. <laughs> no. Cheers to a wonderful 2022. That's what we need. A wonderful 2022. Thank you. Keep listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Mama Goodbye. Said there'll be days like this. There'll be days.